All right, wrestling fans, it is time for Pro Wrestling America. This week, back in the state of Illinois, back in Chicago at Trust Arena. New signing on the roster. Bugsy McGraw has signed a couple-of-month contract to come and bless us with his presence. At least I think that's what he said. We have a contract extension from J.J. Dillon, keeping himself involved in the PWA until the beginning of next year. But we do have to sadly announce that Steve Armstrong has decided that this week will be his last week in the PWA. And we have eight good matches for you this week as we go about the wonderfulness of Pro Wrestling America. We have the TV title on the line. Rematch from last week as Nightmare Ken Wayne again defends the title against Mance Warner. We've got Muggsy McGraw, Bugsy McGraw, sorry, debuting against TD Steele. We've got Steve Armstrong's last match against Jimmy Golden. Gino Hernandez again continuing his attempt to reign of dominance against Jimmy Wang Yang. The American Tag Team titles on the line as James J. Dillon has worked out an agreement. His guys, Chris Candido and Buzz Sawyer, will defend the titles against Rough and Ready. Yeah, that wasn't exactly the opponents I was expecting, but J.J. wants to make sure that his guys stay on top. Then we have the Illinois heavyweight title on the line as gentleman Chris Adams defends the title against his former tag team partner, the Honky Tonk Man. That's going to be a great match, I'm sure. Then we have another guy trying to bring himself up through the ranks. Billy Gunn. Yes, he's one half of the world tag team champions, but he's at like the bottom of the Illinois title division. He wants to work his way up. He's actually challenging the American heavyweight champion, Kerry Von Erich, in a non-title match. And then at the end... Of the match, our main event, although most people would not consider with some of the other cards or some other matches on the card, this to be the main event. But Iceman King Parsons, an Italian stallion, facing off against the fabulous Freebirds in a bad street street fight. That all comes from last week and the altercation in between the matches between Michael Hayes and Iceman King Parsons. But first, before we get into anything, we have an appearance at the interview desk by Alexandra York. And Lance asks her, okay, what is the deal with Rude not being here last week? And she said, well, the computer decided that Rude was so much better a wrestler than David that the match would have been over in less than a minute. And there's no need to keep the fans around for that short of a match. I mean, it would be a disservice that they would not get to see the Ravishing One for longer than that. And he also decided that because he would win the match in less than a minute, David Von Erich, presumably one of the top two or three contenders for the World Heavyweight title, was not worthy of his time, and therefore, none of the rest of the roster was either. 
So Alexandra puts out a statement to me that I need to find somebody actually worthy of the ravishing one to defend the title against, and then he will defend the title. But until then, don't expect to see him at the arena. That's kind of an ominous message. Rick Rude saying that there's nobody here. There's no competition in the PWA because, well, you've got David Von Erich, you've got Kerry Von Erich, you've got Gino Hernandez, all these guys. We can run down the roster and all great guys that would be great champions. What you know, Whatever level it is, whether it's the TV title or it's the world heavyweight title, it won't matter. But Rude is very adamant that there's nobody here worthy for him to actually show up for. So we'll see what happens in the next few weeks. He's not on the card for tonight, so we don't have to worry about whether he's going to be there or not. All right, opening match of the card. Not the television title this time. Bugsy McGraw facing off against TD Steele. And this, you would think, would be your basic squash match. But Steele has proved himself to be a very legitimate wrestler. And he does lose, but it takes McGraw five minutes before he can actually get the pinfall done. Bugsy does get the pin at a time of 5 minutes, 10 seconds after a pile driver. Now we move on to the television title. Ken Wayne defending against Mance Warner. And this could be a decent feud sometimes. But, and the match definitely held its own. 15 minute time limit like your normal television title match. And they went almost the entire limit. Mance asked for a no DQ match. Wayne was more than happy to give it to him. And he tapped into his heel side from the Nightmares days. And held his own for a while. And then Mance started to take over. He went for the knee pad up, knee pad down with Wayne's head against the ring steps. Ken rolls out of the way, and the bare knee goes up against the metal steps, and yet yeah, that summoned the end for Mance Warner in the match. Nightmare Ken Wayne gets the pin, keeps the title in a time of 14 minutes, 29 seconds. Next match is the exit match for Steve Armstrong facing off against handsome Jimmy Golden, and this was a good match. I mean, this made the fans really wish that Steve would stick around, but he wants to go elsewhere. So I wish him good luck with that. And it is Jimmy Golden getting the win with a brain buster in a time of 13 minutes, 56 seconds. Steve Armstrong doesn't go out on top, but it was a very good showing, and he got a well-deserved round of applause from the audience led by Jimmy Golden himself, which then just ticked Gino Hernandez off. That these two guys have this match that takes up so much time that he gets Jimmy Wang Yang. So he comes down, and he attacks both Armstrong and Golden. All right, so we have Gino in the ring, and now Jimmy Wang Yang comes down. They have a decent match. 
Gino ends up being the victor with a belly-to-belly suplex in a time of 10 minutes, 30 seconds to increase his standing in the American heavyweight title division. Next is the American tag team titles on the line. J.J. Dillon bringing down his champions, the champions of champions, he's now proclaiming them, Chris Candido and Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer to face off against Rough and Ready. And of course, this is one of those dumb times where you have people putting the title on the line against jobbers because they know they're going to win. Because the jobbers' only job is to lose. And this is another one of those times where they draw it out. I'm assuming this is one of the issues and ideas that J.J. Dillon had in making this match with Nathaniel Whitlock. Is that, yeah, he would let them go a little longer, let them have their time. But eventually it is Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer getting the pin on Ruff with a Bulldog in a time of 21 minutes, 11 seconds. Kind of a snoozer of a match after a while because most of the fans tuned out after about four minutes of it and Candido and Sawyer just letting it drag on. It's not like Ruff and Reddy had a great match against them. It's that they just let it go on. Next match, Illinois heavyweight title on the line. Gentleman Chris Adams and Honky Tonk Man. Alexandra makes her prediction that Adams will win and retain his title in less than 22 minutes. Well, and they start going at it. And they are not exactly thrilled with each other. And they show it. And the fans are on their feet for the entire thing. And 22 minutes comes and goes. Fans are still on their feet. The two of them are still duking it out. 30 minutes go by, and both of them are busted open. And Alexander's trying to figure out what's going on because the match should have been over a long time ago. And about that time, Honky Tonk Man gets ready for the shake, rattle, and roll until Alexander hops up on the ring apron to distract him. Well, then Chris shoves Honky Tonk Man into into the ropes, which knocks Alexandra off. As Honky Tonk Man looks to take care of her, Adams nails him with a super kick, gloats over his fallen former partner, finally goes down for a pin. Honky Tonk Man throws him off at two, and they keep going. And eventually the match is all over the ringside area, and then the bell rings. The 45-minute time limit was up, and the fans were begging, chanting five more minutes because they were thinking, okay, they only needed five more minutes. But nope, they didn't have five more minutes. The time limit was up. Gentleman Chris Adams is still your Illinois heavyweight champion. And neither Adams nor Honky Tonk Man were very happy with the outcome, but the fans absolutely loved it. As they clear out the ring, Smoking Guns and Bobby Heenan come to the interview area, and Billy gives a little bit of a promo on why he challenged the American heavyweight champion. He says he wants to prove himself. That yes, okay, he is 
the world tag team champion with his brother Bart. But he wants also to be seen as a legitimate contender for all of the heavyweight singles titles in the PWA. And what better way to do it than to beat one of the top guys? So Billy Gunn goes down to the ring, uh, followed by Bobby Heenan. Bart goes off, kind of skulking a little bit, that he's kind of just the brother in the shadows right now. Kerry Von Erich comes out. They have a great match, but Kerry just seems distracted a little bit. And Billy takes advantage of that and gets the win with a package pile driver in a time of 12 minutes, 53 seconds. Kerry's kind of stunned, but he's still the American heavyweight champion. So we got to figure that out. Now we come to Bobby Heenan back at the interview area. Billy Gunn beside him. Bart's not anywhere to be seen. But Billy and Bobby throw out a challenge to the Blackjacks. Because the Blackjacks left the ring last week with all the title belts. The PWA World Tag Team titles, the Hawkeye Championship Tag Team titles, and the Motor City Tag Team titles. They're all in the physical possession of Blackjacks, Mulligan, and Lanza. So they challenge them to a fight. Two on two, leave the Uptown Boys out of it because they're not even sure why they were in the match in the first place. But the two tag teams going at it, winner take all. Title versus title. PWA World Tag Titles against the Motor City Tag Titles. And to add a little bit more flavor to it, Bobby Heenan wants it in a cage. And so they leave waiting for the Blackjack's response. Our main event is a tag team feature. 45-minute time limit. Michael Hayes and Iceman King Parsons have been having their spat over the last few weeks. And so, once again, we find them in the ring together. This time in a legitimate tag team match as Iceman King Parsons and Italian Stallion take on the Fabulous Freebirds. Now, normally Iceman King Parsons would be tag teaming with Honky Tonk Man. But since Honky Tonk Man was already in the Illinois heavyweight title match, Iceman got fellow stablemate Italian Stallion to step in uh, with him. And also, Ken Wayne had his match with Mance Warner early in the card. He probably could have done it again, but Iceman and Stallion wanted to have their shot. And so we have a great match between these two. And even Italian Stallion has a few high points, even against Terry Gordy. But eventually it is Gordy getting the submission victory with the Oriental Spike on Italian Stallion in a time of 25 minutes, 43 seconds. So the Freebirds get the win. But really, in the eyes of the fans, Italian Stallion really bolstered up in their in their eyes. He was often just seen as mid-Atlantic and then very early WCW uh, as just a filler jobber that, you know, just whenever George South couldn't wrestle, they they put the Italian Stallion in, which, I mean, we can get into that whenever. But the fans really enjoyed the heart that Stallion showed. And even Iceman 
after the match, raised his hand. Moral victory as it was, but still the Italian Stallion getting a little bit higher rating in the eyes of the fans. So next week, we'll maybe hear back from the Blackjacks. Will they accept the challenge from the World Tag Team Champions? Or will the Tag Team Champions come out and be all upset that they have to come out and challenge somebody to defend their own titles? We'll have to see how that works out. But until then, this is Southern Dynamite thanking you for being here. We'll see you next week in Rockford.